I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. drinking on what are you drinking on i'm drinking on a mountain dew goji citrus strawberry baby <laughs> you went back for another huh oh i've been killing them i gotta tell you guys out there anybody who's still listening to us that you <laughs> anyone is there anybody out there you you <laughs> got you have got to try the goji citrus strawberry mountain dew and I'm not a soda guy, so this means a lot, okay? That, that is a hell of an endorsement from a non-soda guy. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, you're a Mountain Dew guy, straight up. Yeah, I'm, I've gotten very picky with Mountain Dew, though. What do you mean? I know you're an OG guy. I am an OG guy. Well, yeah. But that, that means no Mountain Dew in bottles, no funny business, Baja is only good at Taco Bell. Okay, well, I totally agree with the Baja take. Um, Mountain Dew in bottles is just a sticky hot mess. If you get in the can, it's delicious and icy. But you have to drink it fast, too. No, I disagree. Okay, well, I go with it. <laughs> I go I go with it in a, a styrofoam cup. And I double... Fountain Dew's good. Yeah, Fountain Dew. That's what I'm saying. Do you, are, do you like Fountain Dew? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like a Fountain Dew, but Mountain Dew in a, in a bottle... That's the worst of the three options. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I get it in the styrofoam cup, and then I double it up, and then, if you know what I mean, and then there's some lean in there, and uh, it's delicious. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> the weekend. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, um, thanks for anybody who's listening to us. Tell a friend if we have any listeners out there. Yeah, and even if you even if got a friend who doesn't like listening to us, have them put it on when they go to bed. Yeah, something to make you go to sleep. I don't raise my voice too much. No. This. <laughs> no, um, the first time I just, I gotta tell this story, because this is some wild stuff that happened to me at the gas station. Uh, real quick, since we're on a time restraint this podcast, okay, there's a lot going on tonight. A lot going on. Yeah, last night, when we typically record, I had some bad planning, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I blew it. 
so we're a day late and always a dollar short. Always. So, anyway, the first time, let me tell you a story of how I discovered Mountain Dew, Goji, Stitch of Strawberry, Soda Pop. I'm at the gas station. That, that, that name, hang on, that name keeps changing. Can we get a clarification on the name? I think it's called Goji Citrus Strawberry. Okay. But it's just weird looking. It's like a red tag. If you saw it at the fountain, you'd be like, what the fuck is that? It's a Mountain Dew and it's red. It almost looks like a, a Lipton label. Yeah, you might think it's an, you might think it's a raspberry tea. So make sure you, when next time you go to the gas station, take a good hard look. Um, if there's any local listeners, I'm, I'm getting mine. My dealer is at the Circle K on the corner of, man, I think that street's called Northland and War. Can you confirm that, Jeff? Do you remember? Northland? Yeah, you know that little weird, you know the gas station I'm talking about? The one on Glen? Yeah, yep. Glen and War? That's a better way to say it. Yeah, Glen, Glen and War Drive, where the cops always hang out. Yeah, but I think it's I think that is Northland. And I think, oh, the, the, the sneaky street on the other side? Yeah, because that's how you have to get in there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But anyway, I'm pumping gas. Uh, long, hard day. I gave him a hard eight, Jeff, as they say in the trades. <laughs> I gave him the hard eight. And then, uh, I'm pumping this gas and this guy comes around the corner and he said, are you working hard? And immediately I can tell, uh, this guy's disabled, like not physically, but like, you know, mentally disabled. Yeah. And I go, no, I'm actually just got off. How about you? And he just totally is like, fuck that. Like, he just ignores that question. <laughs> like, fuck you. And he's like, what is what is that? And he, like, points at my van. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, long story. That's difficult to explain to anybody. But I, I came upon a van that has, it is wrapped in an old business that was called Modern Business Interiors. Yeah. This is not what I do for a living. So this this constantly comes up and it's really annoying and the only reason I haven't removed it is because it's a pain in the ass and I'm about to sell it anyway. So anyway, he points at the van. What is it? What is it? So he wants to know what I do. Now, second part of the story is I'm wearing a high visibility neon green classic construction worker shirt. Yeah. So he's putting two and two together. He sees the construction worker shirt. He sees the van. What is it? I said, oh, no, I don't, this is, this van, you know, I'm trying to explain to him in short, and I'm fumbling over my words, I'm being a real idiot, trying to explain to this guy that this van does not reflect what I actually do for a living. Yeah, he got caught off guard. And he wasn't having it, man. He gave me this look. I mean, if he would have double middle fingered me, <laughs> it would have been, been totally appropriate. He was pissed. He scoffed at me, and he said, whatever, and he, poof. And then he turned around and beelined to the gas station. But I wish this wasn't an audio medium so I could explain this better. But he's beelining to the gas station doors and he's turning around. He did it three times. Three snap turnarounds. Snap of the neck. Sassy ass face. Like, fuck you eyeballs. Like, he's shooting daggers at me across the parking lot. He did it three times. And the whole time, I'm just standing there staring at him like, holy shit, what just happened? 
Yeah, and on the third snap, he he he's like, this motherfucker's still staring at me. So he turns around and starts charging me again, and I'm like, holy shit, this is like, this dude's gonna try to kill me. And he says, you got any shirts? And I said, again, caught off, I said, what? He said, you got any shirts? And I pointed at the shirt I was wearing, and I was like, like this one? You got any shirts? No. Sorry, man, I don't have any shirts. And he, pff, he's a poofs me, pff. And he turns... Second scoff. Second scoff. He poofs me and he turns around again and starts charging the door again. And I'm like, holy shit. And then he turns around and just says, I wear a large. Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck. I better get a... I better pull a fucking large shirt out of my ass and this guy's gonna kill me. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm sitting there pumping my gas. He goes inside, and I'm like, holy shit, that dude just treated my ass because I didn't have a large shirt for him. And uh, I go, I, I walk into the gas station. I'm like, okay, I'm going to see him again, you know. Let's see how it goes this time. And for some reason, I don't ever get a soda. But this time, I was like, I'm going to get a soda. So I, I walk past him. He locks eyes with me, and he just says, man, it's hot out there. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. I was like, yeah, it is really hot. Like, it's like the, the confrontation confrontation never happened, you know? Yeah, just a complete 180. It's gone. It's hot out. Okay. So then I'm getting the soda, and I look, and, I'm, and I see this fucking Mountain Dew. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I pour a big old 44-ounce or whatever. I'm like, I'm going to try this shit. So that, hence, that's where I got it, but the story doesn't end there. As I'm filling my drink with the goji citrus strawberry, Mountain Dew, I'm thinking, I'm starting to put everything together, and I'm like, okay. I look at what he's wearing. He's got on a, see, I'm wearing a Conrad sheet metal shirt. Uh-huh. Um, and he's wearing a messing roofing, like a roofing contractor here in Peoria. Oh, okay. So, so I'm like, okay. I'm like, I think I, I think I know what's going on here. One day, he was talking to, somewhere down the line, he was talking to some good old boys in the parking lot, and they gave him a shirt, you know, just to, you know, as a gift. Like, here you go, have a shirt, bud. Yeah. So he thinks that all... Who doesn't want a neon shirt, Eric? Yeah, so he's thinking, which I guess a lot of guys do, but he, so he's, he's basically thinking that everybody in that, in the construction industry has got shirts on them, you know? So I'm like, oh, so the light bulb clicks. I'm like, okay. So I go back up to him. And I go, hey, man, sorry. I, I just don't have any extra shirts for you. I'd give you one. And he just looks at me like I'm fucking crazy and says nothing. He just fucking stonewalls you? Yeah. I mean, while he's looking at you, so I guess he's not stonewalling you, but he's just getting, he's staring down. Is he staring, is he angry again? No. Just, just looks at me like, he just alphaed me again. He's like, whatever. Like he didn't even, he didn't say anything. Wow. I was like, man, this dude, like he got me at every corner, man. Yeah. He's undefeated. I was, I was taking the L left and right. So yeah, go try Goji citrus strawberry Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's delicious. have a box of shirts in your truck eric i think it's pretty necessary <laughs> i should 
I'll have to tell my boss that, hey, we need more shirts, man. This guy fucking almost killed me. Hell yeah. Just in case, man. Yeah, so like I said, we I we gotta go to a movie tonight. Um, what movie? Uh, Crawl. Is that a horror? It's like, what I want it, I don't know, but what I want it to be is like, do you remember the Ice Cube movie Anaconda? I don't think I ever saw that. Well, I'm hoping, you know, something along the lines of like, The Meg, or you know, a, a movie about it, it's about a crocodile. That gets oh. that gets washed in. Remember when Dan Levitard fell for the crocodile? In the uh, do you do you remember what I'm talking about? There was like a video of a crocodile in somebody's house, and he fell for it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is actually this is what the premise of the movie is. Like, there's a hurricane, and a crocodile washes into a neighborhood and starts <laughs> running amok. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so his way across. and it's in Florida too. I'm sure. Oh yeah, somewhere hey. down the bayou. Yeah, so yeah, so we got that going, um, which isn't until seven. But I'm gonna have to edit this thing, or if I don't edit it now, then it turns into tomorrow, and we're already a day behind, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, we got we got a pay per view coming up on Sunday. So do you have anything else, Jeff? Before we talk a little bit of wrestling, get out of here. Uh, teasing the Bulls update for after. Oh, um, yeah. That is a great, great, great idea. Please stay tuned for a 30-second Bulls update. I'm sure to uh, recap on the uh, free agent. Free agency and draft, I'm assuming? Draft, free agency, and summer league. Okay. Are you getting fooled by summer league like a lot of people do? What's up? Are you getting fooled by the summer league play? No. Okay. I'm not fooled. I've been fooled. What do you mean? <laughs> like when you when you get a draft pick and you watch them in summer league and you're like, man, this is the next Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, who hasn't <laughs> been fooled, man? Yeah. <laughs> you talk yourself into they're gonna be good before you see them, and then when you see them play against a bunch of schmucks. But then when they go play with the big dogs, it doesn't look as good. No. No, man. I mean, that, that summer league, it's really just a fucking showcase that gets you hype if you want to get hype. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's trying to suck you and get you excited about your team. But, uh, getting into some wrestling, dude. We had a, we had a slow week. Yep. Yep. I think uh, Heyman and Bischoff are about done with these storylines in this pay-per-view. They want to start fresh. Yeah, well, I heard that the the official start is after Extreme Rules, but I don't know if that's something somebody made up or probably just because they walked into stuff that was already going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think you're right about that. Yeah, Monday Raw, or, yeah, Raw was a lot worse than last week. Yeah, they're... they're... If you thought there's going to be leftover fireworks from your 4th of July stash, you're fucking mistaken. Yeah, it was it was nothing. Uh, I, yeah, my, my buddy warned me even before I watched it. He's like, Raw was absolutely terrible this week. And he, he went off on a further rant saying wrestling's going to die in five years. I'm like, Jesus. What? He, he, he called the whole business after he, Monday he Night Raw? He called the business. 
He called the business on run, one Raw. Okay. Well, I don't know how that's possible. Wrestling's like more, like it's bigger than ever right now in a way. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, don't you think uh, you got out your jump conclusions, Matt, a bit too early? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, for WWE, it's not what it was at one point, but for the industry as a whole. Yeah. Not just AEW, like everybody, you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of people working. So I'm gonna do a stop me, stop me if you want to talk about something. Otherwise, I'm gonna try and 30 second this raw. Okay, yeah, get let's hear just it. Just a summary. Start of the show: Becky and Seth versus Zelina and Almas in a mixed tag team match. This is a tag team elimination match, mixed match, which makes absolutely no sense because if it's mixed, then the women can't fight the men and vice versa. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Becky takes out Selena, and then uh, Seth proceeds to pin uh, all Miss with Becky's help, even though that's, uh, once again, illegal. Heyman comes out and has a promo, not as Heyman the fucking GM, but Heyman Bischoff's advocate. Just letting us know Brock is still here. Yep. Then we have Miz versus the Usos. Elias, uh, Miz and the Usos versus Elias and Revival. Best two out of three falls to get the commercial breaks in like Vince likes. Boo! Miz and Uso, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Miz and Usos take the uh, last two falls for the win. Uh, Drake and wife. Uh, I, does Drake's wife have a name? Uh, I can't remember it. Okay, Drake and his uh, wife are still on their honeymoon a month later. Pop in at Raw, Drake's new ch- Jake's still the champion. He's paranoid, but he's fucking ready to rage with his dick out. <laughs> Ray Mysterio returns and issues an open challenge. Bobby Lashley comes out with his fucking crack eyes, and he's ready to fucking take apart Ray. He takes apart Ray. Enough said. Star oh. comes out, squashes No Way Jose. Street Profits oh. are coming back from backstage. Letting you know they're still here. I don't know what they're doing, but they're fucking keeping alive. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> halftime! Bailey and Nikki Cross have an interview uh, led by Cole and uh, Corey Graves, which is pretty fucking terrible. They're face-to-face, but side-by-side camera uh, angle. That nasty. No one cares. Gross. Yep. It should be Bailey versus Nikki Cross, not Bailey versus Alexa. We'll get to that later. Ricochet takes on Gallows. Before the match, he says, I know how this is going to go. He's not going to come out alone. He's going to come out with uh, Anderson. He's going to come out with AJ, and they're all going to get butted up. So Ricochet takes out Gallows with a roll-up win. Then AJ's like, hey, Ricochet, fuck you. You said you'd take on all three of us. So why don't you take on all three of us? Ricochet faces Anderson, gets away with the 630. AJ comes in, pops him off, stands tall. Enough said. Bailey versus Cross beat the clock challenge. The winner gets to pick the stipulation for the Bailey versus Alexa Bliss match at uh what the fuck's pay per view called? Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules, of course. Okay, Bailey versus Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan put on a great show. Big ups, big round of applause to Sarah Logan while I catch my breath. Oh, here we go. I had to get my sound machine out. Solution and putting on a strong face. I dig the style. She puts up a good time against Bailey, but loses in four minutes and 32 seconds. Nikki Cross has to beat this time with the clock running down against uh, Dana Brooke. Does so with uh, a couple minutes to spare. 
Nikki Cross talks some shit and says, I want to make this a two-on-one handicap match. Street Profits come back. We want the smoke. We want the smoke. We want the smoke. Hell yeah. Main event, Shane and Dean back versus Roman and Gary Garbutt, the janitor. This is Shane McMahon's pick. He picked an old janitor, paid him $5,000 to come out there. Gary Garbutt comes out in a luchador mask. All of a sudden, <laughs> mid-back, when he's getting the ass, his ass kicked, he pops off a couple lucha fucking moves, and we're like, who the fuck is this guy? The the, the audience who's been uh, asleep all night gets excited, like, wait, what the fuck? Who, who is this? Who is this? Is this CM Punk? No, it's Cedric <laughs> Alexander. Yep, Cedric was good, man. He was good. He was but that was not the surprise I was looking for. No. Helps Roman Reigns the win, and that's Raw. That's Raw. Uh, my my note that was a, that was a very good breakdown, Jeff. I like that speedy breakdown. <laughs> uh, hey, we're on a time crunch. We're a day behind. Yeah, that was good. Uh, my notes, my 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 things to add to that is first, uh, Bobby Lashley botched his one big line. He said. <laughs> Braun Strowman, he said, Braun Strowman, last week I was the first man. No, no, no. Last week I was the only man standing. Next week I'll be the last man standing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bobby Lashley, never known for his mic work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> blew his big line. I thought that was a good one. Also, the... Uh, what was his name? Gary. What was the fake character's name? Garbutt. G a r b u t t. Did the Gary Garbutt segment make you uncomfortable? I was mostly fast forwarding through all intermissions. Okay. Because my buddy told me that Ross sucked, and I'm not down for three hours of ass. No, neither am I. Um, let me tell you what I feel like when I watch Raw, and it's like that. <laughs> You recognize that? <laughs> you recognize that clip from Raw? No. What is that? That's the Mike, uh, what's his name? Mike Rome, the ring announcer? Something like that? Anyway, that's him doing best in the world. This is him saying world. And listen to the end of this. It really trails off. <laughs> That's what you feel like when you're drinking uh, goji citrus strawberry Mountain Dew. Yeah, that tip just keeps going. <laughs> and Corey totally clowned him after it. He's like, yikes. So that was this week? Yeah, that was this week. And I forget. For the last two months, I've been fast forwarding that whole introduction as well. Yeah, well, it, this was hilarious because Shane stretched it out too long and the guy couldn't handle it and his voice ran out. He's like, ah! Oh, man. But, um, yeah, that's how I feel when I watch Raw on nights like this. Yeah. I pretty much just feel like this. <laughs> yeah. By the time he gets to the main event, that's like... 
off. You're like, just end it. Yeah. I know how this is gonna end. But yeah, the the Gary Garbutt made me uncomfortable because in classic wrestling fashion, um, the janitor had a limp and he was black. And uh, yeah. they, I mean, it's even further than that. They say, "We'll pay you five thousand dollars," and he goes, five thousand dollars." That I'd do anything for five thousand dollars. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. God, sometimes you just want to take Vince McMahon's head and just shove it right up his ass. Like, what are you doing, dude? For a completely pointless thing, too. Like, you could have just done a two-on-one handicap match. Yeah, I mean, you're just just have a little awareness, you know? Yeah. Like, why does it always have to be the black guy who's got the limp and who's a janitor and thinks $5,000 will change his life? Yeah, seriously. What the fuck? Um, and then, uh, only other thing I had was Maria and Mike Kanellis, uh, I feel like, is that might be a Heymanism, but now we don't know if, uh, Mike's the dad. And Maria's still not selling it very well, and it's really weird. Oh yeah, I combed over all that because I didn't take notes on it, but, um. I thought we already knew that Mike wasn't the dad, and then this week they kind of backtrack, and then she doubled down again, so, yeah. It's unclear. It's unclear, It's unclear like the Illinois River running down from Chicago that Maria knows so well. Yep, they're going to they're gonna have to go on Maury, because we don't know who the baby daddy is. I'd watch that. <laughs> I would, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we are at 24 minutes. We still need to do your uh, update, and then we need... I don't think we have to go through SmackDown. Um, the only thing I liked... There's the best part of the week, too. Best part of the week. SmackDown best... was better than Raw. You got to give it that. It was, absolutely. But on a time restraint, what I want to talk about is Ke- is the man, Kevin Owens. Uh, yeah. Just the whole thing, man. But even when it started out in the parking lot, like, it's just, he's hilarious. Yeah. Like, like Dolph's just, it was, wasn't it Dolph who was doing the interview? Yeah, Dolph was doing a random parking lot interview. You don't see those anymore. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, daytime. Daytime with Charlie, and KO just rolls behind him in his car and just looks at him like, what the fuck are you doing? And he just does the classic asshole, just slowly driving by, just wailing on the horns he's like what do you he's like Dolph's like what are you doing I'm in the middle of an interview he's like in the parking lot (laughs) (laughs) and anyway this comes to a head to head thing and they get separated and it it was awesome like even that parking lot part and I thought that that was all of it and I was like man that was that took me back to like when I was a kid like that's what I love about wrestling yeah, the only part I wish that would make him more badass would it uh, was if it is nighttime. Yeah, but, I mean you can't blame the wet. That's climate, baby. Yeah, I mean just just the interaction they had though was it felt really old school. Yeah, and just that they're really they're both good. So like especially KO was really selling it. Um, uh, that's a, that's a believable kayfabe. Like what if KO had some road rage from some assholes on the road? took it out on Dolph's like what you're in the fucking parking lot fuck you (laughs) yeah exactly uh so it started there and then I thought it was over and I was still super happy I was like man like I don't this is that was awesome 
And then uh, you hear you hear a stupid interview with Shane, and he's like, "Oh, Kevin got kicked out or whatever," you know. Yeah, because Shane was the one that separated them, right? I think was he was. He a, yeah, yeah, he was out there. Okay. I'm pretty sure. They told Ko to go home. Yep. Yep, and then he tells Charlie or whoever that he's kicked out, and then um, they're doing, like, I forget what they're doing, but KO interrupts, and he's he's in the arena now, and he's got a mic. And uh, he's just going fucking crazy. Yeah, he's going ape shit as if he just got fired. Yeah, what, the, what they call in the industry a work shoot. A work shoot. Meaning that this is supposed to appear... Like, he's going off script, but it is actually in script. You know what I mean? Yeah. For anybody listening that doesn't understand the work shoot, it's a fake out. We're supposed to believe he's going off script and he's just, you know, running amok, but really, it's part of the plan. But it's it's executed. Like, there's only... I don't know anybody else who could get the job done in 2019 besides KO. Maybe Sammy? Yeah, Sammy. I mean, yeah, there's a couple, but you know, it's a short list for people that could pull off the work shoot in 2019. Oh, for sure. And KO did it masterfully. Uh, if- like, I, I feel like Dolph's. I'm sorry to interrupt really quick on this tangent, but I feel like Dolph's like uh, when he first came out with like uh, uh, probably about a year ago with the no music and shit. That was a weak ass attempt at a work shoot. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This guy just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that did that didn't have nearly the amount of uh oomph that KO had. Like it was fucking believable as shit. He just came in hot. Yeah. I mean, if anybody hasn't seen it, you just have to go back and see it. We don't have to go through it all, but the highlight, you know, he he tells he says what we're all what we've been saying for weeks about how the McMahons came out and said that, you know, it's up to the audience now, and we're going to listen to the fans, and we're going to give you what you want, and then all we got was fucking Shane McMahon every week, two times a week. So he says that, Shane cuts his mic, and then he he finds another mic, and he's like, oh, he's like, guess what, idiot? There's more than one mic, and I got something to say. (laughs) And then Shane cuts his second mic, and then he ends up pulling Byron Saxon's headset off and just screaming into that. Oh, that was dude. Yanking Byron's headset off his head on yeah. camera. So I know that there are people that listen to this that don't like wrestling, which sounds crazy, but that this is what you sh- not not that they don't like it, but they don't follow it. You know what I mean? Right. They right. used to. So if you're one of those people, you need to watch SmackDown. It's the very first segment. It's KO, and that's all you need right there. Yeah. That's what you need to watch. That's my. Yeah, that's jazzed. So that's all I got from SmackDown. Uh, he, all, I mean, he clearly said he clearly made it clear that he listens to this show. Yes. He's also yes. saying like you, you, you're taking spotlights away from people like Apollo Cruz, Oscar, Kyrie Saint. He's just listing off all these mid card people that we've been talking about. I'm like, holy shit. Yes. Yeah, so, so I think we have six listeners. Yeah. Um, KO being the sixth, which is an honor. <laughs> that um, is an honor. Thank you for listening, KO. Yeah. Thanks, KO. Keep it up, man. <laughs> so, uh, should we do the predictions real quick? 
Yeah, that, I mean, that really is all from SmackDown. You just had contract signings and uh, hype matches besides that. And the main event was worthless. Is Roman versus Ziggler. But you got KO sneaking back in the back door with a boom! Stunner! Oh, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, you got a little payoff from the beginning. Hell, yeah. Classic stunner and KO's looking face-like. So, we should probably go through these predictions real quick and then get to your... Because we are running... We are at 31 minutes right now, Jeff. Alright. Um, so, we'll go through these real quick. Because I'm not super pumped about this pay-per-view. I mean, it's got a couple I want to see. But, second pay-per-view in a row with a kind of a shitty build, shitty build for me. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a summer of... It's not the summer of Vince. No. Um, so let's do some tag teams. Let's do the Revival versus the Usos. This is for the Raw tag team title. Who do you got? Revival has them currently? Yep. We'll go Revival. Put me down for Revival. This is totally off the, uh, Hulu. I don't, I don't see this with the Hulu cut, bro. Oh, really? Yeah. Which sucks, because I like Revival. And obviously, I, I love the Usos, so I don't see this at all. Yeah, you haven't been getting much of them lately. <laughs> um, we have more tag team, don't we? Oh, yeah. Right. We got Daniel Bryan and Rowan, current champions, versus The New Day, versus Heavy Machinery. And this is a triple threat tag match for the SmackDown tag team titles. Uh, which we well, we all know our opinions on the triple threat tag team. Yeah. But, and Heavy Machinery stood tall, right? Uh, yeah, Otis won the match on SmackDown. It was a singles match with him and Brian and uh, Xavier. Man. He put on a good show. He did a double suplex, a double um, delayed suplex. Damn. It was, it was pretty goddamn impressive. Got the crowd jazzed. Uh, I love these dudes, man, but I just can't... Oh, as a mark, I want to say them. I mean, why not? Daniel Bryan and Rowan don't need this at all. No. But now Bryan's talking about he wants to bring glory to the fucking tag division, so who the fuck knows where they're going with that. I'm just going to be... I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a mark. Put me down for the heavy machinery. All right. If you're going to be a Mark, I'll be a rationalist then. And go with the fucking clean boys. The the uh, Planets tag team? Yep. Okay. Um, there's one more tag, but we'll save it because it's a big one. Or no, there's there's two there's two big ones. Man, we got a lot of tags. Uh, next, let's, let's go Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley in a last man standing match. Oh, man. This this might be good. This is like the one storyline they put a little bit of time behind. Yeah, this could be good. And uh, like in ring, they in ring they're both great. Yeah, and that that match they had two weeks ago was cool. So yeah, this could be good. I mean, I shouldn't say Lashley's great, but he, he's good he's if solid. you want a traditional meaty guy. Who you got here? 
go Lashley for Colorado, but I'm a fucking I'm gonna go uh, Rot Dog. Okay, I'm gonna go. Let's see, Braun. Yeah, I'm going Braun. Hell yeah. Um, next let's let's go to a new thing that we just got started. Uh, Alistair Black versus Cesaro. I'm excited for this. Oh yeah, that was the one thing from SmackDown is we got the reveal of who was knock knock knocking at Black's door. Yeah, unfortunately it was not Bray Wyatt. So pissed. Nope, not Bray. Um, Uh, I'm excited for this match though. Like that's probably the best first match you can put Alistair Black with. Like Cesaro is like his style of wrestling too. I think that's gonna be highly underrated this match. I think they're gonna put on a hell of a show. I agree. Who you got here? This is tricky. You go with a veteran, or you go with the debut win. And I'm kind of a black mark, so I'll go with the debut. Is so I I was very busy during this. Was Cesaro like a heel, or who's the heel here? We don't know. <clears throat> I would say Cesaro. He's he's a generic heel, low card heel right now. All right. He's done some heel work the past couple of weeks as a fill-in. Um, I think, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'll go Cesaro. There's two things you don't trust in the world, Eric. It's people who don't respect other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> Put me down for Cesaro. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's an Austin Powers. Oh, I know. Reference. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese. Put me down for the Gulak, the Goulash. Yeah, d- yeah. We we neither of us had him on the last pay per view, so I'm not gonna sleep on him twice. He's gonna retain that. Okay. And then let's go Ricochet, current champion versus AJ. Another match. It'll be really good. Uh, I think it's your pick first. Because of the heels, I'm going to have to go AJ. Oh, man. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, put me down for Styles. Too sweet. And then let's go over the women's side. Let's go Bailey, current champion, versus Alexa. Um, and Nikki Cross. Handicap. Yeah, two-on-one handicap. Which apparently, if Nikki wins, she just gives it to Bliss. Yeah, it's so stupid. Uh, Corey said something about a co-champion. Oh, that's right. I don't know if I buy, if I buy that though. No. <laughs> Is this your pick? Yeah. Uh, God, I could see him giving this to Bliss. Yeah, I'm gonna go Alexa Bliss. I'm kind of a Bailey Mark, not nearly as much as a Becky Mark, but I want her to actually get some recognition, not be a transition champion, so I'm going to go Bailey. Oh, I, I do too, Jeff, but I know that Vince is still there. Oh, but yeah. And he still likes blondes. Yep. God, he's, he's such an asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else do we got, Hal? I think we're getting down to the main... Yep, we got. We'll go there. We'll go Undertaker and Roman versus Shane and D Mac. 
This is a no-holds-barred tag match. I mean, come on. Do we have to predict this one? Gotta, you know which way I'm headed. Gotta be Taker and the Big Dog, right? Yep, the Big Dogs. Put me down for the Big they're, Dogs. They're yard. Yeah, put me down for the Big Dogs. And then we got um, Kofi versus Samoa Joe. Singles match for the title. I'm a Samoa Mark, but Kofi's not losing that song, bitch. I don't think. No, he's had a he's had a good run. Sticking with Kofi as well. And then we have the last ch- the last chance winners take all mixed tag team extreme rules match for both the WWE Universal title and the WWE Raw Women's title. Seth Rollins and Becky versus Baron and Lacey. I know where you're headed. Yeah. And I will too, because if you give it to the other two, then this feud rolls on and nobody wants that. Seriously, does anyone like this t- this mixed tag feud? I don't know. I don't like, think I so. I haven't heard anything good. No, and Lacey delivered a potato to Becky. What's up with Becky Lynch taking these hard-ass punches? I don't know. She, she's trying to get her fucking shit broken again. <laughs> Did you see that potato in slow motion? Yeah. That was intense. Not in slow motion, I just saw the, the live potato. But still, like like Becky's taking them on the jowl. Oh, yeah. So what, what did we end up disagreeing on? We disagree on the SmackDown tag. Black Cesaro. And uh, SmackDown Women. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple here that I'm excited about. Oh, yeah. Braun, Bobby, Ricochet, AJ, Alistair, Cesaro. SmackDown tag, even though it's triple threat. SmackDown tag, and then Undertaker uh, is always cool to see. I think this is a way better position for him. Yeah, the Goldberg one-on-one. Just the tag match is exactly what he needs. Yeah. Get in no, there. He's going to come and do a short spot and fucking kill it. Yeah, just do his do his stuff. That's all you need. Um, right on, dude. So extreme rules. That's extreme rules. Um, we'll see you Sunday. Isn't that uh, evolve thing this weekend too? Yes, definitely need to check out. It's Saturday night, but yeah, if WWE is um, putting the 10th anniversary evolve show on the network, and I do believe that Peoria owns. Uh, Stephen Wolf is going to be on it in some capacity. I don't know. He keeps teasing it on the Instagram page, so he must be doing something. But they have a bunch of, like Matt Riddle's going to be there, Adam Cole, Bebe. Hell yeah! So it should be a cool show. I'm definitely going to watch that. Maybe not when it airs, but at some point, you know. Yeah, yeah, that could be a midweek thing. Yeah. So. We have one more thing to do, Jeff, and I really got to go after this. Right on. But we need to give you that 30-second Bulls update. Bulls fans. Bulls fans. 30-second Bulls update.
in the NBA is running rampant. Rampant? Ramp- I don't know. Rampant. 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 Is it? Uh, not, no. not for the Bulls, though. The Bulls are low layers. But people are going wild in the NBA as we have found landing spots for the big whales. Kawhi, your, your champion MVP, is now on the L.A. Clippers with Paul George. And that's 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 the biggest thing that happened this week. Um, summer league's going hot. Uh, the only Bulls players that played in summer league of any importance are the two rooks and uh, young Pip Chandler Hutchinson. <laughs> Did you watch any of the rookies play? I caught I caught one of the games, or maybe two, one and a half games, but uh, like. It's mostly just people not – like I say, there's three players on the team that you're looking at. Yeah. Um, Kobe White, your new uh, – your number seven draft pick overall. He's got some upside, but he's, he's also scaring me a little bit. He's looking like Cameron Payne, if you remember campaign. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's summer league. Get that rust out. Yep. Yep. Like we discussed at the top of the show, summer league is a bunch of piss. You can get hype if you want. I'll get hype on our second round pick, Daniel Gafford. You like him? Uh, it'll be a good backup uh, forward center. It'll get Felicio out of here sometime soon. Yep. That's about it for the Bulls. We will be, uh, I think they're done with the playoffs with the Summer League. I don't know if they went to the playoffs. I don't know how that works with Summer League. They just kind of just lay it out there, you know? Yeah. There's only like four games for each team. Yeah. No, I've never followed that. I didn't even know that they had a playoffs until you just said that. The Bulls actually won it a couple of years ago. What the hell do they call that? The Summer League champions? Yeah. Huh. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Well, that's your Bulls update. Not yeah. much going on. Nope. It was a, it was a slow uh, free agency for the Chicago Bulls. But, Thaddeus Young and Sadoransky. That's it. Yeah, but it was to be expected. The Bulls are in oh, no, no position to uh, get a big dog. They re-signed Archie Diacono and picked up Walt Lemon Jr., I think, for a two-way contract. So those are two good moves. <laughs> I love Arch- that. Archie Diacono's next uh, Kirk Heinrich. The, it, it's Walt Lemon Jr., right? Yeah, Lemon Drop, baby. Gotta be the, one of the best names ever in a Bulls uniform. <laughs> yeah, Walt dude, Lemon Jr. Love him in Chicago. Hell yeah. Well, when 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 do we expect uh, full Bulls updates returning? What, when, October. That's when it starts. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, that that's. Might, about might it. start it off preseason. That might sneak into late September. Yeah. So yeah, we might do a little preseason Bulls update if something happens. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Keep it high, Bulls fans. Yeah. Yeah, stay, hang in there, Bulls fans. You never know. Let's give let's give a round of applause for a 30-second Bulls update. It's been so long. It was super necessary. <laughs> super necessary. All right, Jeff. Well, we, rang a, we ran a little long, so I got to get out of here. All right, dude, enjoy the movie, huh? Will do. Everybody, um, thanks for listening. If anybody's listening, and go out there and get yourself a fucking Mountain Dew. 
uh, goji citrus strawberry drink. They're delicious. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't you understand. Start calling it. Now I don't, now I don't understand. Good. Huh? Okay. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. 